Hi guys, it's Mandy with the Speaking Wife Podcast. If you have never tuned in before, I'm so glad that you're here this week. I'm going to just be talking a little bit this week about myself, which sounds really self-important. But this is my 15th episode and I wanted to introduce myself a little bit. I honestly never thought that anyone who listened would not already know who I was. I kind of figured whoever would take the time to listen would kind of be taking pity on me and just be listening to um, encourage me in a new endeavor that I'm trying. And I have had several people who have listened or commented or contacted me that have never met me before. And so I thought I would take this episode and explain a little bit about who I am and why I even wanted to do the podcast. So if you already know me and you feel like you're not going to have anything to learn from this episode, I don't blame you for just passing it over. But if we've never met before, like I said, first of all, I'm so excited that you're listening. And I hope that if you've listened to any other episodes, something I've said has encouraged you and made you laugh. That's my number one goal is to let people know that they're not alone and to make them smile somehow because there's enough negativity in the world already. There's enough people telling you that you cannot achieve or that you can't do and I want to be the person that lets you know that you can and that there is hope and you can have a reason to smile and not just feel totally isolated. But today I wanted to talk about um, my family just a little bit. I am a mom of three boys. They are 10 and 7 and 4 and we were told uh, at the beginning of our marriage that we would not be able to have children. So all three of our boys are miracles. We were married for just over six years before our oldest was born and six weeks before we found out we were going to have our second one, our oldest was praying very, very fervently for a baby boy brother. Those were the words he used every time. And one specific time he was praying and looked up and said, let's try again, mom, this time louder. And that faith has always been something that has just convicted my heart. (laughs) I need to have that ability to bring my prayers and my needs and my worries to God and just have the faith that right in that moment that I'm going to open my eyes and he's going to be handling things. I've, I've always loved that story when I go back to it. Every year at the birth of our of our middle child, every time we celebrate his birthday, I remember that story and it is convicting and faith building and all the things all at once. And then we had a little surprise guy four years ago and my children had actually, the older two had actually been hoping for a little girl. And whenever we found out that the youngest was gonna be a boy, our oldest child said, well, you know, mom, Girls can't wrestle right anyway. And so he was excited that he was going to have another brother. Because we had watched a lot of the funny videos where siblings find out that the new baby is not what they wanted it to be. And there's the meltdowns and the drama and the tears. And even though a little girl would have been fun, we talked a lot about how every child is a blessing and a miracle. And we prayed for every child. And even though we are no longer able to have any ourselves, we would love to adopt one day. And the first question is, well, then you would obviously be looking for a girl. No, we would adopt a boy. (laughs) 
there's every child is such a gift from God and the potential and the promise that comes with every child is something that we cannot even fathom because there's no way for us to know even when we look into their eyes and they're just the most perfect little thing we've ever seen there is no way for us to even begin to imagine the plan that God has for their life and the way that they are going to change things they're going to impact the world and they're going to make a difference and so Having a little girl would be fun, but I am extremely grateful for the boys that I have in my life, and I know that if I will surrender my ideas and my motherhood to God, then hopefully He can use me to guide them towards the path that He has for their life. So, uh, my husband and I have been married for almost 17 years. It will be 17 here in this month of November. And we, like I said, we had been married for just over six years before we had our first child. And so we feel like that we have learned a lot of things the difficult way through our marriage. There was not a lot of training as far as how to treat each other and how to just be kind to each other and just treat each other with decent manners, you know. There there are a lot of things that we hear that we should and shouldn't do in a lot of areas of life, but we both feel that in the arena of marriage, a lot of times it's a little bit of an assumption that we know what we're going to do. And we don't. We don't know how we're supposed to behave. We don't know what the other person is thinking because, as I've said in a previous episode, men are so completely different than women. And women are so completely different than men that when we go into our marriages expecting them to feel and think as we do, we are set up for failure from the beginning. And so we have learned painfully slowly and through all of the hardest ways possible, how to treat each other with kindness, to stop and take a breath and recognize that the other person is not even processing things the way that we are. And if we truly, truly want a successful, sustainable, faithful marriage, that we have to be willing to lay aside ourselves and try our best to understand someone else. That can be something that it seems like we are least likely to do in our marriages, just in society as a whole. We kind of have compassion for everyone but our spouse. And that is right the opposite of the way that it should be. So we've learned really slowly and we continue to learn. I feel like that when you're married to another human, you will just always continue to learn because they're growing and you're growing and the trick is to grow together. And so we're constantly working towards that goal and maybe we'll reach it when we're both in our 80s. Who knows? But I wanted to talk a little bit about why I even wanted to do the podcast because even though you might listen and hear how loud I am and how opinionated I am, I was so scared to even begin to step out into this place. I cannot even explain to you the fear and the anxiety that was all wrapped up in this. I had felt it on my heart for a very long time and I was constantly arguing with that thought constantly giving all the reasons why me of all people should never do this I am I'm a very loud person I'm an opinionated person I like to make people laugh and in my desire to do that I can often say things without thinking them through all the way I don't have the most eloquent way of putting words together I was coming up with all of the reasons that there are so many there are so many reasons why I felt like that this was something I did not need to do and it just would not leave my heart. It was becoming something that was so heavy to carry that I decided, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and step out even if I can't see 
that there's any potential here. I'm just going to go ahead and do my best to be obedient to what God is calling me to do and wait for him to shut the door when it's time to walk away. And I have found out that there have been so many people who have been helped by what I have said, and that is mind-blowing to me and so extremely humbling because it cannot be because of me. Because if you knew me and you knew my imperfections and you knew all of my shortcomings, you would understand why I say it has to be God. It has to be the grace of God that reaches through the sound waves, reaches through and touches somebody's heart because in all of my fumbling and all of my analysis, Adequacies, there's no way that I could put it together in a way to help someone. It has to be him. And so if you ever listen to any of the episodes that I have already done or that I'll do in the future, if something touches your heart, know that it can't be wrapped up in who I am. It has to be wrapped up in who he is. And that if something is touching your heart, it's because he's using the very weakest of all of his tools to touch your heart because he values you so much that he's willing to do anything and use anyone to reach your heart and let you know that he sees exactly where you are. I feel like that one of the reasons that these type of things like podcasts and even YouTube videos and different things like that can be so helpful is because we're in a society of social media and profile pictures and blog posts and I love, I love a good blog post. I have a sister that can just write like nobody's business and I adore every time she writes anything. I'm not downplaying any of those things. But I am very much a a visual and an emotional person. It's all tied into listening and actually hearing someone's voice instead of just reading something off of a page. There are moments when you need to hear someone's voice combating the voices that are in you, that are telling you that you cannot accomplish or that you're not good enough or that there is no hope for you. There's no plan for you. Why are you even here? When you're feeling all those things inside, some sometimes instead of reading something, you need to hear a voice say, no, God created you with a purpose and that you have a, a unique place in this world that no one else can do what God has called you to do. Because that is the truth. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and he has called you for a reason. This life that you're living is not simply so we have another person sucking in oxygen. You have a purpose and you have a calling and you have a reason to be walking the face of this earth. So with all of my stumblings, if I can say anything to make you really, really believe that, then that is my goal of this podcast. I want you to be able to turn something on and have a reason to smile before the 25 to 30 minutes is up and you can take a deep breath and think, you know what? I can make it another hour. I can make it another day. And one of the things that was holding me back, as I've already mentioned, all the excuses that I would come up with, it was just this tirade of thoughts that would just not stop about all the reasons that I shouldn't do this. And one of my favorite stories in the Bible is in Luke chapter 17. And in so many areas of my life, this has been applicable. And it was in this in this moment and in this inner struggle that I was dealing with with the podcast and whether to do it or not. That story in Luke 17 is about when Jesus was on his way somewhere else and he came on he came upon 10 lepers and whenever they wanted to be healed I'm majorly paraphrasing you can look up the story I didn't want to take the time to read all of it but I love this story 
they came upon Jesus and they were begging for their healing. They were in a place of desperation and it seemed like their lives were falling apart. They had been isolated from their family and their friends and they were having to live far away because in those times there weren't the blessings of modern medicine that we have now. And when you were found out that you had leprosy, you were put aside, you were cast away because it was so highly contagious and such a detriment to your family and your town. So these men were living far, far away and isolated from everyone, isolated from hope and love and acceptance. And they were just off in this place all alone. And when Jesus came across them, instead of backing away from them, he spoke with them and he stayed close to them and he told them, to go show themselves to the priest. In that time, to be able to be considered clean, the priest had to okay you. He had to examine where the illness had been, where the disease had been, and he had to say everything was okay. So these lepers are standing in front of Jesus. They have leprosy. Their lives have been shattered, and they're begging for healing. And instead of saying, you are healed, or putting his hands on them and making everything better, he told them to do something. He said, go show yourself to the priest. In that moment, can you imagine the turmoil in the hearts of those lepers who had already stood before the priest and been told they were unclean, that they were disgusting, that they were contagious, that they were a detriment to their family, to their friends, to everyone around them. And Jesus is telling them, go show yourself to that priest and nothing had happened when they're looking at their hands, they're looking at their face, their their bodies, whatever it is, wherever the sores were, the disease was, it's still there. It's still visible. They're still broken. They're still unclean. And Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. And in that moment, they had to choose. Are we going to believe and have faith in what Christ has called us to do? And are we going to start taking those steps towards where he has pointed us? Or are we going to stand here and demand that he do something first? And it's amazing to me that they all started walking to the priest. They just all took off. They were headed towards the priest to do what Christ had said. And it wasn't because he had done anything for them yet. They may have heard what he had done for someone else, but he had not healed them yet. So they were on their way to the priest. And the Bible says, while they were going, as they were going, they were cleansed. So they took off walking with all of the spots and all of the disease still all over them. And as they were walking in faith and in obedience towards what Christ had called them to do, they were cleansed. Now, I looked up the definition of cleanse because I love doing that. There are certain words that just, they really stand out to me. And cleansed in just the plain dictionary, there's two meanings that I really, I wanted to get across. It says perfectly clean, perfectly clean, or rid someone of sin or guilt that is cleansed to perfectly clean or to rid someone of sin or guilt now we know that in ourselves we have no power to do this we have no power to look ourselves in the eye in the mirror when we're standing there trying to give ourselves a pep talk and say you are clean your sins are gone your guilt is gone we have no power to do that for ourselves the only one who can do that is christ and so in their obedience and in their faith stepping towards what he had called them to do they were ridded of their guilt it was completely taken away. Their sin was completely taken away just because they started moving in the direction that Christ had told them to go. 
But my favorite, favorite part is whenever they're on their way and one of the lepers looks down at his hands or his feet. We don't know exactly where the disease was at on his body. And he looks at his hands. We'll just say it was there. And he sees the disease is, is gone. It's clean. The spots are not there anymore. They're not infected and disgusting. And instead of continuing to walk, as they're all noticing that they're cleansed, and instead of continuing to walk, this man runs back to Christ and he falls on his knees and he begins to worship and to thank him and to praise him for what he has done. And in the Bible, in that chapter, it says that Jesus spoke to him and he said, your faith has made you whole. Now, whole in the dictionary, it says, in an unbroken or undamaged state, in one piece. There are sometimes when I know that Christ has come in and he has forgiven my sins and he has taken away the guilt that I carried like an extremely heavy backpack for years and years. He's taken that away. And then there are moments when you can feel the difference when he hasn't just taken the guilt away, but he has pieced you back together. When he has filled in all of those spots that were destroyed and broken and shattered, when he's put you back together, when you have felt damaged, when you have felt beyond repair. And I love that moment right there because it shows us that our obedience is the first step to being cleansed, that it's the first step to having our sin and our guilt taken away, taken off of our shoulders, but our praise, our praise and our magnifying of Christ and our willingness to just fall on our face and recognize who he is and what he has done for us and to just simply worship. He didn't ask for anything else. He was so overcome with gratitude for what Christ had already done for him that he just fell on his face and worshiped and praised Jesus. Those are the moments that our praise will unlock the key to us being whole, to us being unbroken, to us being undamaged. And when I was in the moments where I was so conflicted because I was so intimidated at the thought of even saying anything where anyone could hear me or share anything that I have to say or hurting anyone's feelings, I so badly didn't want to do any of those things. And Jesus kept bringing these thoughts back to me that, As they were going, they were cleansed. There are broken pieces in my life because I'm a human. And I've been through situations that have felt as if they have crushed my spirit. There are moments that I feel like have damaged me, have damaged my heart and broken my heart. And I want to be in that place of unbrokenness. I want to be in that place of being in one piece where Christ takes the pieces and he puts it all back together. And as I prayed about this and was trying to decide what I should do, I felt that Christ kept bringing that back to my heart that I needed to take the step to move forward and to be obedient And then whenever the cleansing starts to happen and the sin and the guilt is taken away, I need to remember to praise him because that is where I will find the wholeness that my heart needs and my spirit needs. And so that is the whole reason that I went ahead and began this podcast because I see my inadequacies more than anyone else and they feel like often that they're under one of those big gigantic scientific magnifiers, you know. It's not just a little bit magnified, but I can see every dirty spot, every inadequacy, every broken piece. But what the beautiful thing is about Christ is that while he is perfect and his plan is perfect, he uses broken, imperfect, hollow, inadequate people 
to fulfill his perfect plan because his grace and his mercy and his love make up for all of the spots that are so lacking in my own life. So if this podcast helps you at all, It is through the grace and the mercy and the love of Jesus Christ who loved you so much that he dealt with someone in a little bitty tiny town with all of the inadequacies that she has and all of the issues with saying things eloquently and all of that, that he dealt with me to say something, to use it to help you. It is not to help me. It's not to lift me up. I am nothing. I am not someone who can reach out and lift you up from where you are, but I serve a Savior, and I love a Savior who can do just that, no matter what it is that you're dealing with in your life, no matter how broken you feel or how damaged that you feel. There is a God who is above all of the noise and the chaos and the confusion and the conflicting opinions of society and even the conflicting opinions in your own heart and in your own mind. And there's a reason why in His Word, He says to taste It says, taste and see that he is good, that God is good. Because if you don't taste and see that he is good, if you don't try him and prove him, then you won't know for yourself. This is something that others' opinions and others' ideas cannot mold for you. Your relationship with Christ or your lack of a relationship with Christ can only be determined by you. So if you're in a moment where you're feeling like life has lost all of its meaning If you're in a moment where no one has faith in you, no one sees the potential in you, that you feel that you don't even see the potential in you. The whole point of this podcast, the reason why it's called Speaking Wife, is because that is a play on words for speaking life. There's enough people and enough programs and enough news articles, whatever may be feeding into your life, that are telling you that there's no hope that there's no love left, that there's no potential left. And I want to tell you where you are right now. Somehow in this podcast, I want to get a point across to you that you are one of a kind. You are built in such a way that you have a unique capability to see the world, to see those around you, to touch those around you, to be someone that influences the atmosphere in the places where you are. There are moments when you are not going to enjoy where you are in life. And sometimes we have to go through a season before we're in the next phase of life. But right where you are right now, there is still hope. There is still grace. There is still mercy. There is still a God who formed you in the palm of his hand and who reaches down to show you that he loves you and he values you, that you are worth so much more than you could ever begin to comprehend. That is the whole point of this podcast. I'm going to say things in a broken way. I'm going to say things in an inadequate way because that's who I am. I am broken. I am not enough. But through Christ, we can be enough. I understand the the premise of the hashtag that's been going around a lot lately. You know, you are enough. I am enough. It's because the world has beat us down to such a point where we will feel that we are never enough because we try to do every single thing and do every single thing perfectly, and we're not going to be able to do that. So I get the premise of I am enough, but I am not enough. I am not. You are not. They are not enough without the grace and the love and the mercy and the compassion, the life-changing relationship with Christ. We will never be to the full potential and to the promise that he has placed in us. So it's exhausting trying to be enough. 
it's it's so demoralizing when you realize once again i'm i'm too tired i'm a human i've failed i can't measure up to this because we are so exhausted trying to do it in ourselves but if we can lay our our own emotions and our own attitudes and our own expectations down for a moment and simply say christ what would you have for me to do what is the direction you want to take my life who have you put in my life that i can be a blessing to that i can make smile that's what this podcast is about so i hope that i have explained that (laughs) as well as i can i feel like that i ramble way too much but I'm in some moments in my life right now that in my emotions and my my feelings, everything is in turmoil. Everything is upside down and everything feels too much. Everything feels daunting. It feels like the only solution is to lay in the bed and cover my head and wait until someone fixes it for me. And the reason why I am pushing, if you're a mom and you're listening to this, the reason why I have been pushing so hard for women and for mothers to grab a hold of their lives and realize that we are more than what society tells us that we are is because my family, even the brokenness that was in my family growing up, my dad took me to church. He showed me Christ with not his words His words were nice sometimes, but his actions and his stability and his faithfulness when he took me to church, when he answered my questions instead of just saying, well, this is just what we do. Whenever he laid that foundation, now I am in these moments of turmoil in my heart and in my mind and my feelings and emotions. They're lying to me. They're telling me things that are not true. But because I have a relationship and a foundation in Jesus Christ who does not change, he does not decide to do something different than he's always done, he is the same today, yesterday, forever, in my complete instability, I can go back to my foundation and my relationship in him where it's stable and it's safe. And even if my feelings are lying and my emotions are lying and society is beating me over the head with untruths and confusion, he will not change and if we put our foundation in him not only are we preparing ourselves for those days that are inevitably going to knock us off of our feet we can go back to that foundation for ourselves but we are also preparing a foundation for our children where they have watched in the moments of exhaustion and weakness they have watched where mama has gone Has she completely lost it? Has she turned to something that fixes it for 30 minutes? Or has she grounded herself in Christ? And I have to show my kids I'm not perfect. I I don't ever want them to think that I'm broken or want them to think that I'm inadequate, but they're going to see me. Children are extremely smart. They're going to know that mommy's a human. So in those moments, am I showing them that I will continue to over and over again, go back to my foundation in Christ where he will be the stability when I am not stable? Or am I teaching them to put a bandaid on a broken leg and give a fix that society tells us is what we do, is what is acceptable? Am I teaching them to find something that will fix in the moment what needs to be handled for a lifetime? I want to give them a foundation in something that will not change because every single thing in society will change. No matter what it is around us, it's going to be different in five years from now. The only thing that will not change is the love of Jesus Christ for you and for your children and for your neighbors and your community. And you can be the one to be the person that shines a light 
in all of your imperfections and all of your inadequacies, you can shine a light for those around you. So that sums up, I don't think I can actually use the word sums up, can I, when it's been 30 minutes. It is a, a trying to encapsulate the whole premise behind the podcast. I want to do something to speak life into your life where you're at right now to let you know that there's so much hope even when it doesn't feel like it, when your feelings are lying to you, whenever everything around you feels uncertain, there is still hope, there is still love, there is still someone reaching towards you with every single bit of his might because he loves you that much. So I hope I've not bored you to tears. I wanted to introduce myself just a little bit and to hopefully offer you some hope and let you know what the foundation for this podcast is. I hope that you can walk away from this today knowing that you are so fearfully and wonderfully made and that Christ has a plan for you that would absolutely blow your mind. You are such a bundle of potential and promise. There is no limit to the possibilities that God has on your life if we will turn to Him Through him, we will be enough. Y'all have a good week.